0: The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is your home to free daily video picks from SGPN. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure to subscribe to our profile at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is the straightforward way to take care of your ED. Just get to getroman.com slash SGP for $15 off your first month. That's getroman.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. From April 29 to May the 4th, if you deposit on Underdog Fantasy, you'll have a chance to win $1 million in their best ball contest. That's right, $1 million. Sign up now at underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Welcome everybody to episode two of the MLB gambling podcast here on the sports gambling podcast network. Uh, the fact that I get to say that that we had an episode two means episode one couldn't have been an entire dumpster fire. Uh, <laughs> and I'm joined this week by the most luxurious looking man, uh, on the SGPN Moonaf Manji. Moonaf, how are you?
1: I'm doing well, buddy. How are you? We had a great first show. Um, Got a lot of positive feedback from all the guys in the Slack channel, so I'm excited. You know, I know we're gonna be on um, tonight or recording tonight, and hopefully we can get this out tonight or first thing tomorrow morning. But we're also recording uh, now twice a week, so that's gonna be exciting for both of us and and for all the uh, MLB fans.
0: Yeah, like we said last week it's such a it, it's a difficult thing to look ahead to. You can't even get two or three days ahead yeah. um, because with nightly games mm-hmm. uh, it's hard for the bookies to price stuff up so if we're doing a Thursday show to look ahead to the weekend games then we were looking at doing a Sunday night a Sunday night show and um, mm-hmm. Will Moorman and um, the dance and people like that are going to get involved so we can have a review of the weekend and look forward to the early week um, as well so the fact is we can sit here and we can sound about to have the best accent going and you can be the most luxurious looking man but unless we pick some winners Moonaf. Yeah. Uh, no one's going to listen to us. And I think we did all right last week. We came out of it okay. Um, yeah. We went with a double lock, not on purpose. We hadn't discussed what we were going to do. We ended up with a double lock on Saturday night, which was the Dodgers. Yep. Um, we're going to touch on that whole series in a little while, the Dodgers Padres, and have a look at both sides season long. Uh, but we took the dub on Saturday uh, for our double lock. Your second lock, you put up a second lock um, just because you didn't feel like um, you didn't want to we didn't want to just give out one because we both picked the same one yeah. uh, and you nailed the Astros mm-hmm. um, and that finished 16, to like two or something like
1: that. Yeah. 16 to two. Um, it was a little nerve wracking because Jake Rizzi was pulled, I think within like one out or two outs of the game with, I think it was a, their a finger issue or a hand issue, but um, the Astros offense just carried that game. And I think uh, we were spot on with fading, uh, canning in that game. They put up 16 runs and I think they they ran them off, I think, in a couple innings. So a uh, good start to the, you know, picking bets and uh, hopefully we can carry that into this week. And I, I know you you uh, had a great week or picking that uh, game also. I also want to get to one more pick you had yesterday I want to talk about, but I'm going to let you finish talking about our picks from last week.
0: Okay. Um, I'm not sure where you're going with that. That's exciting. Um, that Astros game last week, you were right because... Um, you're, you locked it up because of the Griffin Canning fade, yeah. rather than the odor easy start for the Astro. You right. see, uh, order easy lasted five pitches, um, mm-hmm. and I know a little about little bit about this. The, the lad who came in, um, I think it's called Nate Emanuel.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: um, called up on Friday, twenty eight years old, which isn't that rare. People in their sort of late twenties, even early thirties, can get called up for the first time. Sure. Um, called into the game to make his debut after five pitches yeah, and then he went eight and two thirds. I mean, that's absolutely remarkable yes. for him. To, he, he, the entire game, bar the first five pitches, um, he, he knocked out the entire game. I mean, that's, that's a rare thing to happen. Do you know much about this lad or has there been much in the, in the Houston press about that this week?
1: I it really didn't. I went back and, you know, I was rev- getting ready for our podcast here and, uh, I went back and just to take a look at the box score of, of that Astros game. And I think there was a post about, uh, about him. You know, he said he was just getting settled into the, into the bullpen there and he's about to sit down to have a cup of coffee and, and the bullpen manager or the coach in there said, Hey, you better not get too comfortable because older looked like he's about to come out. So he quickly warmed up and you know, the rest is history. I mean, yeah, I've never seen that before. Either a guy, that comes in what first inning with a with your starting pitcher only throwing five pitches and for him to finish the entire game, not just like one out one inning, but for him to go the rest of the game. That's really incredible to see. And I, I'm really excited for that young man. And uh, I'm sure he's worked hard to come up in, into the league. And, and that was really awesome to see.
0: Yeah, it really was. It was unusual. Um, your dog got turned over, unfortunately. The Tigers and Casey Mides went down on the Friday night. My dog was, uh, it won, but in slightly yeah. unusual circumstances. They got rained out on the Saturday night.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it was the Diamondbacks. Um, but actually, they went on Sunday as part of a doubleheader. Yeah. And we I, I, I called out last week at the... It was uh Madbum who was starting the game. I mm-hmm. called out this eight point six eight ERA, I remember vividly saying it. Um mm-hmm. he then proceeded to throw a uh, a seven inning no hitter, um, which doesn't officially get called a no hitter for whatever reason. Um yeah. but again the it wasn't necessarily the madbum start, it was the um smiley fade that we were going with. Smiley, right. or Drew smiley or Wade Miley? Do smiley or wait Miley I with who were they playing um, the
1: Reds or the
0: Yeah, that's it, yeah.
1: They yeah, were playing the yeah, Reds. Yeah, yeah, it was Miley, I believe, then. Yeah,
0: uh, and the D-backs put up a five spot in the first inning. So yeah. a little bit like your 16-2. to two, I mean, that yeah. was gone. It was game over mm-hmm. within six minutes of starting, which is a great feeling. Um, the other thing we did, right, was call the... We, we had a look in-depth at the Dodgers and Padres. And we got the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We went Padres, Dodgers, Padres, yeah. which is exactly what happened. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the picks were good. And uh, when we get towards the end of the show we'll give out this week's Uh, DFS wise. The Friday night absolutely nailed it. It was almost as if I had a time machine. Um, (laughs) We gave the DeGrom um, complete game shutout, right? You didn't have to be up all night to reach that conclusion on your own. But what we Mm -hmm. did was we went stars and scrubs. We we paired him with Cole Irving of the A's who Took a fairly easy win, and then we name checked four Rockies who were terrible. And three of the four home. And uh, I was watching the highlights the next morning. I was like, "Am I still dreaming here?" They just kept going home and home. So, <laughs> uh, and I mentioned on the podcast that I hadn't won the uh, the weekly, the the nightly SGPN uh, DraftKings game. Yeah. And sure enough, I won that night. So I think it brought you brought us go. a bit of luck as well. Saturday missed with. New no, York man Ivaldi. Um, he didn't do much wrong. They just kept hitting little dribbly singles off him. Yeah. He didn't get shelled. He didn't, he wasn't struggling. It was just little dribbly uh, singles everywhere. And yeah. then actually hit with Brady Singer. Yeah. Sunday, it was all very middle of the road. Uh, Tristan McKenzie did all right, Duffy and Fulmer. But yeah, it was, it was a good effort. Um, as far as tally site went, I told you I was struggling at the early part of the week. Um, fought back. Friday was 8 and 7, Saturday was 8 and 6. And this is the thing: it's a grind. If you can get one game in front, that's plenty. But then Sunday, I went 11 and 4, and in one fell swoop, pulled the entire week back. Uh, This week, I'm 20 and 20. um, And I'll just think of yours, actually. You've just updated yours. You're 19 and 20. Um, If I can stay over 500 for this season, I'll. uh, It'll score on top of my CV. I mean, absolutely so determined uh, to keep over 500 for the season. So 20 and 20 so far this week. Uh, and you've got 19 and 20. Are you peaks and troughs or have you been steady, Eddie?
1: Yeah, we. know you're just trying to stay the course here, right? I mean, we're. it's the first week uh, – oh, sorry, the first month of the MLB season. And, uh, you know, you're still getting used to the tendencies of some of these teams, right? And I think the goal right now for – all of us that are picking these games is just kind of stay at, at that 500 mark. Right. And, um, you know, we're all right there. Um, you know, we've had weeks where we've been really good. We've had weeks where we've been really bad, but we've been staying the course. And, uh, so, you know, just based off a of tally site, you know, tally site, just make sure to check our daily picks over on sports gambling Just hit that MLB tab. You'll see the MLB picks and, um, tally side is it's right there embedded where we make our picks but it goes up on our website at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. one thing i did want to get to before we get into the show is yesterday you had um a plus 200 uh a lock on, yeah i did on yeah the, i did move on my team <laughs> And I I saw that after the game started, I was like, man, if I had I saw that, I definitely <laughs> would have put some money down on that. But um, I mean, we have Malcolm out here giving out plus two hundred locks. That was just amazing to see. Uh, um, how, what was your what was your kind of your rationale behind that pick?
0: Let's be honest. Before I set off on the victory lap there may have been a small amount of fortune in me landing that. Because um, it's actually a, a topic we're going to talk about. Jacob de Grom yep. and the zero-run support. Obviously, mm. last, last Friday, he pitched the complete game shutout. And plus 200 for a, a Boston team, we were a good team. We right. talked about them last week. They're a good team. They're playing well. They're hitting. Um, they're pitching okay. They're not doing anything wrong. And the Mets are, and the Mets have this absolute, Bizarre history, frankly. I just made a few, just in the 90 seconds before we came on, actually, Moonoff, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you noticed, I've updated what we were going to say about Jacob Degrom. that that um, he's 27 and 21 yeah. over the last three years, which is kind of, it's on par with kind of a, a, a number three starter. Um, but in actual wins versus expected wins, you know, in baseball, there's a stat for absolutely everything. He's minus 16.9. In actual yeah. wins versus expected wins. Even the complete game he threw last Friday, I think they finished 3-0 and he drove in two of the runs. He got the first <laughs> two. like He had to literally do everything himself. So that was what stood out to me. I thought the two-to-one shot, because they do that a lot. It, yeah. um, and yet, I was lucky. Uh, if you back a team who scores one run and wins, uh, you can't really be smelling yourself too much. But um, yeah, I was delighted with that. Kind of the news of the week is more IL stuff. and um, We talked about the Yankees last week and maybe a lack of opposition in their division. Uh, in Toronto, a team who might be thinking about pressing them. But uh, Jin Ryu, their ace starter, mm-hmm. has gone to the 10-day IL today. And that's going to be a big blow for Toronto, Munaf.
1: Yeah, I mean, we 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 were talking about the Yankees last week. And I think in the seven days that we didn't record... Uh, they went five and two, <laughs> so I guess they maybe heard us that we were talking about them, but um, uh, yeah, I mean, you know they you took I had some notes down for the Yankees here. I mean, over their last week, they're five and two, and you know, in their five wins, it was really their pitching that kind of carried them to those victories, right? They didn't give up more than three runs in those five victories. So I think for the Yankees right now, it's just finding about consistency. um, you know, I know those bats are gonna turn around for them sooner than later. I know they had a game tonight. They lost that game in the extra innings So the Orioles, but um, you know, going back to the Toronto blue Jays, I think, you know, they lost their ace pitcher, but they also got their prize free agent back last night in George Springer. And, you know, he debuted by going over four, but you know, George Springer was one of our fan favorites down here in Houston. So they're getting a great player. You know, he, he's going to, he's going to be a guy that's going to be hot and cold all season long. That's just the type of player that he is but to have a guy like that back in your starting lineup leading off for the Toronto Blue Jays I think that's going to be really big for them to get their bats going but I think the concern again is going to be that you lose your ace pitcher there's really not much after um after him in their rotation yeah they have Robbie Ray um but we saw right last night Steven Matz got you know he got he got shelled last night by the uh Nationals so a bit of a concern for, for the Toronto Blue Jays right now, you know, the Red Sox are, like we mentioned, they're leading that division right now by three and a half games over the Rays Um eight and one on the road for, for the Boston Red Sox. I think that's incredible. And uh again, those, the home, um the home uh record for the Red Sox, it, it's, it, it's kind of, it's intriguing because they play in one of the best, baseball stadiums of all at Fenway park. And they're kind of, you know, it's been a repeated issue for them kind of playing well at home right now, eight and eight. So, um, you know, we'll get to that division later. I know we have another division that we're going to talk about, but uh, I know we have a couple more uh, injury news to get to also uh, to kind of update everybody.
0: Yeah, there was quite just quite a few scares, really, this week. I mean, George Springer coming back was good. Uh, Mike Trout took one squarely on the elbow that looked really nasty. He mm-hmm. had to sit out the most of last weekend yeah. um, and actually came back in the early part of the week. Um, Javi Baez, um, again, scared, but no aisle. Javi Baez would swing at absolutely anything. He swings at pitches that... Uh, four foot away from him. Yeah. Um. Some his stat line it extrapolated this season would read for one of the craziest seasons, um, on, uh, in MLB history. Um. So I know it'll regress to the mean, but he's quite fun to watch. Happy buyers. I, I I enjoy him. Uh, Yadier Molina to the IL. Now that's a huge loss because he's. Not only a good player, but he's kind of the, the heartbeat of the team and the fan right. base there, Munaf.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, he was batting well, too. I think I was looking at their their stats here uh, before we got on here. I think he's batting way above uh, 300. Yeah, 323 for, for Yachty. So, you know, um, hopefully it's nothing serious and it'll, it'll only last 10 days for them, you know, this Cardinals team I was high on coming into the season. I know we're going to talk about the NL Central today, so uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. But um, yeah, I mean, ho- hopefully some of these injuries, you know, um, for some of these guys, it's it's nothing too serious that they can come back in, you know, 10 days and 10 to 12 days for their teams. Uh, you know, luckily for as baseball fans and betters, there hasn't been a significant injury yet here in the first month. Um, but uh, I know there was some news also on Juan Soto today that, you know, he may be coming back for the, uh nationals i know he took batting practice on tuesday for the nationals so they're just kind of waiting for him to start throwing the ball and hopefully they can get the they can get him back also
0: yeah they were looking to get um steven Strasbourg back yep. on the bump as well mm-hmm. um so not too far away because the nationals been a little bit flaky um they need him so last week the big series that we we actually analyzed really well was the Padres, Dodgers. Um, So looking at the same team teams now from a season-long standpoint, they played back-to-back series over the last two weekends. They now don't see each other until June the 21st. Um, Padres took last weekend series 3-1. Dodgers took the one before that 2-1. But there's been some moves in the the lines for the division that I don't really comprehend over such a short sample. So pre-season, the Dodgers were uh minus two fifty and the mm-hmm. padres were plus the eighty eight. Now the Dodgers are, are totally prohibitive minus five fifty five, uh one point one eight um on my UK boogie. And mm-hmm. the Padres have drifted a little bit to plus three fifty. So I just wondered if you thought that was a fair reflection or like I said, we are here to make picks, we're all here to give people a steer if they want it. Um that plus three fifty on the Padres. I don't see what's changed. If anything, you might be leaning closer to the Padres. the The, the standings, the records don't make any difference. And um, the yeah. Dodgers are two games better off. They've won sixteen to the Padres' fourteen. There, that's irrelevant. That could be uh, overturned by Saturday night. So, having seen these two teams play each other, and the Padres have been more than competitive. I just wondered if the if the price drift, why you would um why you would say there being a price drift, and if now that plus three fifty is something you'd be interested in for them to win that division.
1: Yeah, I mean, you take a look at the standings right now. The Padres are only two and a half games behind this uh, LA Dodgers and uh, San Francisco, one of the more surprising teams this season, are also tied for that division lead. But I'm not gonna sit there and lay a minus five hundred price on the Dodgers on a hundred and sixty-two game season where my one, again, you're not going to lay that minus 500 price. Um, But again, the, these Padres, their pitching has been phenomenal so far this for the season. I think that's just because the bats haven't really come out, come around for the Padres. You take a look at some of the numbers uh pitching ranked Padres, number one in pitching the season Uh Dodgers are number three in that span. So um I agree with you. I, I don't think that the, the the just because we've had two series between these the the Dodgers and the Padres already, where Padres we saw them take three out of the, three out of four last weekend. I don't think that the odds should have shifted that much in favor of the Dodgers. If I would put money down right now. Yeah, why not take that plus 300, plus 400 if you can find that on the San Diego Padres, especially when they're only behind two and a half games in that division. It doesn't make sense to me.
0: Yeah, I think if they even um, with a view to hedging, it's not something we talk about much on the SGPN, uh, but if you can get a plus 350 and maybe, maybe by the All-Star break, it could be much closer. Padres could have a three or four game lead and you might be able to get some of that back uh, by taking... The Dodgers, at something nearer even money. The Padres, I mean, that those two the series have been absolutely outstanding. There has not yeah. been a dud game in there. Um, the Trevor Bauer and Fernando Tatis thing last week was absolutely outstanding, loved yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, Tatis gave him a little bit, which was fine. I was all for that. Um, he's a very easy player to root for, is Tatis. The, the Padres are very reliant on him, I think. if If he was to missed some time on the IL, And he's, it's, it's a possibility. He's definitely a candidate uh, to miss some time. He already wrenched his shoulder once this season, came back yeah. pretty quick and came back with a bang. Um, did he, he hit five bombs last week in that series? I believe series? so.
1: It was something around there. Had... <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I mean... Um, Yeah, just just quickly on the Padres. I mean, I think they're going to need somebody else to kind of step up in their batting lineup, at least, because their pitching is kind of carrying them right now. Um, Eric Hosmer leads them, this team in batting average right now, right at 299. I kind of want to see Manny Machado take that form of batting, a guy that can bat close to 300 for this team and kind of take that pressure off of Fernando Tatis Jr. So, you know, I'm looking for Manny Machado to kind of step up here um, um, for for the Padres for, for, you know, going into the month of May and and into the summer.
0: Yeah, there's no question I would make the Dodgers' favorites. I don't think you could put a cigarette paper between the pitches, but the batter's just uh, in San Diego. Don't go as deep. Um, The top three or four studs are there, but then the Dodgers can fall back on even Chris Taylor, McKinstree, people like that, AJ yeah. Pollock. Mm-hmm. Um, where the, the Padres, you're looking at sort of Tommy Fam. Yeah. Um, I like worth a lot. He'll do all right. But yeah, they need Machado up to step up. Uh Hosma Myers, people like that are doing all right. But beyond that, um, the I think the Padres do need to stay healthy because they don't have the depth uh, that the Dodgers do. But yeah, I think that plus three fifty, I do I, I wouldn't put you off that at all. I don't know why. Yeah there's been such a drift in the prices because really there's it this should be the same. The worst case scenario is um there's been nothing's happened to to move the move the needle that far. So yeah the, the plus three fifty on the on the padre is even with a, an eye on hedging in a couple of months' time. So yeah that's something we'd we'll be looking to take on. Um, moving on Moonaf one of the most intriguing divisions when we did the preseason podcast mm-hmm. intriguing i mean that's another word for boring um <laughs> it was the, and it was intriguing from a betting point of view which yep. is why we're here because it was there was no clear favorites um the NL central and really it was five average teams, well sorry four average teams and one bad one um the favorites were uh, st louis were a plus 150 mm-hmm. um and then you had cincinnati at Sorry, uh, Milwaukee plus 260, Cincinnati plus 350, uh, and the Cubs at plus 400. So you could have thrown a blanket over the top four in the betting. Yeah. I think the one thing we talked about then that had moved it was the signing of Arenado uh, Mm -hmm. for St. Louis because nobody had spent any money at all. Um so really it was a, it was an absolute bum fight. Um and then the Brewers picked up a couple of sneaky good players on the cheap. Colton Wong went there, he's been on the aisle, just come back. Um but there's been a little shift um in the odds now. So We actually went with the Brewers pre-season. The Brewers have now gone plus 110 favourites from that plus 260. Uh, The Cards have drifted ever so slightly uh, to plus 170. The Reds haven't moved much. Um, The two teams that have actually moved in, the Cubs have doubled in price by being barred from fours out to eights. And the Pirates have started really well, um, but that's only moved them from fifties to eighties. So we can kind of draw a line through them. Uh, You're looking at the, The Reds haven't really done much for me. Um, They've been kind of good fun on occasions, but the pitching doesn't go very deep. Um, The bullpen has kind of unraveled a little bit with injuries to Garrett. Sims has come back. He's been in and out. Uh, TJ Antone does some good stuff, then does some awful stuff. Um, So the Reds are kind of an easy pass for me. So we're down to the Cards and the Brewers. And now with those prices... Um, would you still be interested in the cards or would you be looking to look at push the Brewers press press our preseason bets on the Brewers moon off?
1: Yeah. I mean, you take a look at the starting pitching. I think that's been the story for the Milwaukee Brewers, right? You're you're starting with Corbin Burns, who's just got off to a, like a flaming white hot start for them. I mean, he's two and two, but an ERA of 1.53 uh, whip of 0.55. And he has a um, average of 15 strikeouts per nine innings. So that's really incredible. And then their ace that they started the season with Brandon Woodruff, who's having a great season, also two and 5 ERA, and then Adrian Hauser, two and two with a respectable three point six five. So their top three guys there are really doing well in this first month of the season for them. I think that's been the story for the uh, for the Milwaukee Brewers. You know, I kind of wrote down like some of the batting and pitching ranks right now through the first month for this division, and you, like you mentioned, that Cincinnati Reds, I would definitely ca- cross them off the list. They are the third best. Um, offensive team in this league. They are number one, 17, 6 and 1 to the over. If you're an over better, that's a great team to back because they have the hot bats and their pitching, like you said, has been dog shit. Um <clears throat> they're starting pitching ranks number 28. The bullpen is ranked number 29 in the entire league. So um, and then we talk about the two teams that you just mentioned, right? Milwaukee Brewers and the St. Louis Cardinals. The Cardinals are kind of like they're they're right there in the middle in both batting and, and pitching. And and outside of Jack Flaherty, you know who's the other kind of pitcher for for them that's going to move the needle for them to win that division? And right now, I would probably double down on the Brewers just because of their, those three pitchers that I just mentioned for this team the bats eventually are going to turn around um for this team um but i, I just to answer your question i would still I, I still have faith in the brewers to win this nl central division so
0: our plus 260 on the brewers is looking good if you yep. want to top that up the, uh, the plus 110 i mean the, the cardinals pitching um, jack flat he kind of sparked them into life last weekend with a really mm-hmm. good outing and yep. then they got um Kim back, uh, they call him KK, Kwan Young Kim. I've watched him pitch tonight actually. Um, he's an odd thing Is that he's a rookie and a veteran all at the same time. Um, he pitched last year um, in the shortened season but he came across, I think he's 32 years old but he came across from the KBO. He's got 136 wins in the KBO wow. um, so he clearly knows what he's doing. And he pitched well again tonight. Um, one earned run, he, he allowed a few hits, seven maybe, over five innings. Um, but just the one-earned run. And actually, was a little bit unlucky not to get the win. Uh, the Cardinals won in extras. Yeah, um, And yeah, Wayne Wright then followed, so he's done all right. And I don't mind John Gant. I've watched John Gant in long relief. And I think he was always a frustrated starter. The only thing, is, sitting here now, you can say, yeah, the boys are doing all right. If you tell me in the middle of August that mm. they've all got 5.1 ERAs, you're not going to be hugely surprised. Even the right. bullpen, I mean, I am... On TallySight, we put up a whole load of futures on a million different markets. And I got Alex Reyes in the saves market, which was any price you like, you could write as many zeros as you want. Um, And he's picked up a whole load of saves at the start of the season. Um, A very, very talented player who's been very injury prone, but they've managed to get him closing. And he's doing really well, so he's getting me a nice little sweat on there. Um, But Aaron Hicks tonight wasn't great. Um, I do like Giovanni Diego's. But yeah, I just think overall, I think we were right with the plus 260 on Milwaukee. Um, and I think, I, I don't even mind the plus 210. Yeah, I think, I think it's, that's going to develop into a match. I think you're right. We can put a line through the Reds. The Cubs yeah. are poor. Uh, Pittsburgh have been quite good fun. Pittsburgh have won a lot of games. They've been a decent money line play quite mm-hmm. a lot of the time because they haven't got a bad record, but they're more often than not, Plus one seventy five, plus one eighty, sometimes plus two hundred, and they've won some games at some funky prices. Um, So if you're looking for a nightly, uh, a nightly bet or a dog, uh, Pittsburgh could often give you a good, a good run for your money.
1: Yeah, I mean, take a look at Pittsburgh Pirates right now. Um, They are the second most profitable team if you just blindly take them on the money line. So um, their record twelve and twelve right now. They were projected to have the least amount of wins in the entire league, but. For them to be at a 500 start and being the second most, you know, profitable team has been obviously exceeded expectations so far. There may be a, you know, a bit of a regression due for them. Um, I know they started off with, I think, a win and I think they lost like six, six in a row. And since then, they've been kind of trending water. They won a couple of series here and there against the Twins and the tigers. But, um, yeah, like we mentioned this NL central, I think it's going to come down to these, you know, these are two teams that we talked about the St. Louis Cardinals and, and the Milwaukee Brewers. So it's going to be interesting to, um, to watch this race kind of develop here as we, we get into the, to the, to the, you know, second month of the season and into the summer. And I'm sure we're going to revisit it, um, further down the line and, and, you know, um, talk about what's been working well for both of these teams.
0: Yeah. We gave out, um, Pittsburgh is a very solid over, actually, in the preseason podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the line was at 57 and a half. Um, We had them at 66, which was a, a huge disparity, which is why it was such a confident over. And the fact they've already gone 12 and 12, that doesn't leave you with an awful lot of work to do yeah. uh, to get to that 57 and a half. It, it, it gives you a great head start uh, Especially when you're playing just- such a low number
1: yeah, especially one month into the season, right? You already have 12 wins and they were projected to only win 50, what? 57, 58 and a half. So um, they've already covered almost, what? 20% of that number right there. Maybe a little more, but uh, yeah, I think that was another spot on uh, pick we had in the preseason uh, or the uh, MLB preview show that we did with, with uh, Sean and Ryan.
0: Win Bet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas Experience. Get in in all your favourite teams, players and sports games. Generous promos, odds and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today and you'll receive a special offer up to $500 risk-free sports bet. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. I was on last night with Sean and Ryan. Uh, Mm -hmm. They'd been to the Dodgers-Reds game, actually. Uh, Sean was doing a very poor job of disguising the fact he'd had about nine beers. Um, (laughs) And I covered the Kentucky Derby for the boys. So if you want to use your win bet promotion, uh, the horse we gave out was known agenda. Um, It drew the coffin box, stall one. That wasn't ideal, but that's okay. So if you have a look at the ponies, listen to the Kentucky Derby podcast um, and use your win bet bonus to get involved in the horses on Saturday night.
1: There you go. I know you had uh Sean had uh uh mentioned that he was going to the or didn't say he was gonna bet on the Dodgers game and then uh you wanted to take it on the run line, the minus one and a half. So we we were sweating that uh I think it was a eighth inning where they had runners on the corners and then I, I think uh they brought in Blake, one of the reveal uh rel- relievers. And he got a, got him out of the jam, and then I think they dropped like six runs in the top of the yeah. uh, top of the ninth <laughs> inning. So, a bit of a sweat for no reason, but they got the job done for for Sean and uh, everybody in the Slack channel. That was that was on that minus one and a half.
0: Yeah, when we were talking horses last night, we were obviously talking, we were talking breeding, we were talking studs and stallions. If you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom sometimes, it's perfectly OK. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Get to Roman.com SGP now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A US licensed healthcare professional will, will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to getroman.com SGP and complete an online visit. Take care of your AD without leaving home. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Go to getroman.com SGP now to get $15 off your first month. There's a straightforward way to take care of your ID. GetRoman.com slash SGP. Get started now to save $15 on your first month of treatment. If you haven't played on Underdog Fantasy, you have to check it out. Their fantasy basketball tournaments are some of the best around. Even better is their NFL Draft Weekend Special. Sign up between April 29 and May the 4th, and you'll have a chance to win $1 million. That's right, $1 million. When you go to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN, you'll get $25 free, with which you can use to enter their Best Ball Mania Tournament. SGP will be running private best ball drafts for the listeners as well this is a limited time offer that ends May the 4th so go to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for your chance to win $1 million that's underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN Moonaf, I mean that's two weeks running I've nailed the uh, segue into the um, into the roman.com advertising talking stallions and studs and that this week
1: you're, yeah. You're you're two and zero on that. So I'm gonna keep a record <laughs> on that until you know uh, uh, until we uh, as long as we still have a sponsor on them. So uh, I'm gonna write that one down. Two and zero on the on the on the Roman ad. Excellent.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, if we, we can lock that up every week, even if the baseball's going wrong, I'll try and uh, I'll try and nail that one. So moving on this weekend, then we're looking to make some picks. There's no real. Obviously last week Dodgers Padre stood out. Mm. There's no real big series um yeah. this weekend. There's there's no sort of stud teams or um even huge big pitching duels like we had last week with uh Bauer and uh Kershaw and Darvish and everybody going. So if you had a you had a look through the weekend slate, Moon off what mm-hmm. took your eye?
1: I, 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 you know, it was like you mentioned, it's not as exciting as it was last weekend. Like you mentioned with the Padres and the Dodgers. And I think we highlighted, um, the nationals and the Mets were playing last weekend also. But, um, as far as this weekend, I'm not, you know, there, I mean, the only one that really kind of caught my eye was maybe the Mets and the Phillies and the national league, um, other than that, I mean, I don't really, you know, see anything too exciting this weekend. Um, I know there's a, like we mentioned, the NL Central, there's a division clash between the the Cubs and the Reds uh, kicking off uh, tomorrow. Um, the Indians and White Sox may be intriguing. I know we have that in our show notes. So uh, you want to uh, kick it off with the, some of the pitching matchups that we you know, might want to keep an eye out for this weekend?
0: Yeah, that was the one. I mean, even if the uh, if the matchups aren't too exciting, there's still uh, going to be gambling opportunities for us. Moon, after there's yeah. still going to be winners and losers, uh, and where are had to pick them. So, yeah, that that game stood out. The um, Indians and the White Sox. Shane Bieber taking mm-hmm. his two point four eight ERA uh, to face Dallas Keuchel um, for the White Sox, who yeah. I actually quite like as well. Um, I've just got a pulling up the pulling up the numbers in front of me now um yeah bieber bieber's good the indians have been i can't worry, I've, I've watched quite a few indians games yeah and i can't entirely um work out if they're a good side or not a good side they tend to, they've been a little bit flaky again it is a very small sample size uh, but what have you made of both of these teams so far
1: yeah, I think the biggest disappointing team this season so far at least has has been the White Sox at least for me because I was so high on them coming into the season. You no, know, I had loved their 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 batting lineup. I mean, up and down it, it was full of uh, guys that can get on base, power hitters, um, you know, guys that can hit for average, guys that can hit for power. Um, I think the one, you know, question mark for this team ha- has been the pitching, right? I mean, Lucas Giolito we talked about how he was supposed to maybe have a possible Cy Young season. He's not off to a great start. He has a one and two record, 25 innings pitched so far. He's given up 22 hits, 16 earned runs, and five home runs in that time of the ERA of 5.68. Um, you know, Dallas Keiko, like you mentioned, he's been he's been okay, nothing too glamorous. Um, one and oh, he has five starts, only one one in that start, but a ERA of 4.32. Um, Lance Lynn, I think is going to have to be the guy that they need to kind of get back here and kind of round out this rotation. I'm sure Lucas Giolito is going to turn it around for this team, but, um, you know, that NL central or sorry, the AL central is, 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 is possibly wide open. I mean, I think the surprising team, another team that we picked to kind of look out for and probably take the over on their regular season wins was the Kansas city Royals right now. They're sitting in first place. At 15-8, and eight, uh, Chicago White Sox are only two and a half games back. Um, and then another team in that division that's kind of, you know, been disappointing is the Minnesota Twins. So um, definitely, you know, Lucas Giolito oh, – sorry, uh, Dallas Keiko versus Shane Bieber is going to be an exciting, you know, matchup to watch if you, if you love watching, you know, good pitching.
0: Yeah, the, the White Sox get um, Lance Lynn back on Saturday night. He's been yeah. on the aisle. Uh, he comes back from his – Trapezius strain, whatever that might be. Um, so yeah, that's it. That, I mean, they've just got split series looking all, all over it, really. Um, you're looking at Bieber to mm. take uh, Friday night. The Indians have been heating up a little bit. This, um, Franel Reyes hit round about 900 feet of home run uh, yeah. a couple of nights ago in two in two installments, which is quite impressive. Um, Josh Naylor um, is looks like he's warming up. Um, Jordan Luplow, who came in. His average is only 2 4 but he wasn't making the starting line up regularly uh, early on the season. But he's coming to, So they look like they've got a lot of power. Um, they've got a lot of bombs. Andres Jimenez has disappointed me because I tipped him up as a stolen base possibility mm. early in this season. Um, and he's just not playing enough. I thought he was going to get more plate appearances. He's batting nine. Um, and Ahmed Rosario, who they were trying to move to the outfield mm. is actually starting to encroach on and just him and as his playing time. Yeah. Uh, which is slightly disappointing to me from that point of view. So yeah, the Indian white talks. Um, I looked at uh, Friday night was Pablo Lopez intrigued mm. me. Um, yeah. And cause I like him a lot. The only issue with present is that we don't know who the opposition is going to be. Um, yeah. He draws the nationals. Um, he's 0-2 for the season, Pablo Lopez, but he's got yeah. a 2.93 ERA. We've talked before about Marlins have this stable of young, really good quality pitcher, and Sandy Al- uh, Alcantara has been excellent for yeah. them. Uh, expecting Sixto Sanchez to be up. Um, I think he'll be up soon, but Pablo Lopez is really establishing himself uh, as a top as a top pitcher. Uh, Washington are 9-12. and 12. Um, I wasn't sure whether to put this up as one of my dogs, but... I'm not entirely sure if they are going to be a dog. It all depends if the Nationals get on the bump. So I'll probably put it in as one of my tally side picks, but unable, unable to lock it up. But um, these Miami pitches are, are quite intriguing, Munaf.
1: I mean, you take a look at the whole National League East division there. You have the Braves that are sitting at 12 and 12, and you have the last place team, the Washington Nationals, that are nine and 12, and they're only one and a half game back of that lead. So I think... I think the National League divisions are going to more be more intriguing and and fun to, you know, keep an eye on than the, it is of the American League because there's so much so many teams that are just kind of bunched up there and and I think that National League East that that division might just come down to like the final week of the season. So, um, you know, going back to the Washington Nationals, I, I think this uh, sorry, the Miami Marlins, you know, they've been sneaky good also. I mean, you know, they're they only they are two games under 500, but they're they're playing hard. They're playing well. And like you mentioned, they're still waiting for Sanchez to kind of come up. Um, the pitching for them ha- hasn't been too bad at all. You know that you mentioned Sandy Alcantara. Um 3.19 ERA, 36 innings pitched. He's one and two. He has four quality starts, obviously, not getting the run support. And another guy they kind of need to mention in that rotation, Trevor uh, Rogers for them. So, you know, he's been really good for them. Also, um, three and one on the season, 28 innings pitched. Uh, he's only given up 18 hits, four combined earned runs in those 28 innings with a 1.29 ERA. So, you know, now if you add Sanchez into this rotation, you know, this might be a team that's going to be exciting to watch, and and you know, a very very uh, very good uh, pitching rotation for the Miami Marlins.
0: Yeah. I think all weekend, the Marlins could be live dogs. Even they've yeah. got a, they've got a rookie. They've got a, um, I can't remember his name, Cole something. who's pitching on Saturday night. He he, he pitched last weekend as a, as a piggyback uh, following an opener, uh, but he's coming in. And I think if you're looking for a live dog, we talked earlier about Pittsburgh being uh, a really good live dog. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Miami fall into the same category. Yeah. They might be facing up shares of one night. Uh, that mm-hmm. might be Sunday night. I think, Um. It's Paul Campbell is the uh, is the pitcher for Miami, but he has, he's stretched out um, in summer uh, in spring training, so he should yeah. be able to go. He should be he'll be a real bargain price on on DraftKings if you're looking for a possible play. And um, so yeah, Friday night there's bits and bobs. Say Shane Bieber looks like a winner. The Marlins might be fun. Saturday night um, there's a player I wanted to talk about, Matt Harvey. Um, he went from being an absolute stud. <laughs> Yeah. to kind of a bit of a figure of fun, which was a shame for him because you know, it wasn't his fault. It sort of, um, it, everything unraveled a little bit for him at the Mets. And then he's bounced around a few teams and he's landed with the Orioles this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and he keeps winning. He, he's 2-1, yeah. he's at 4.26 ERA, 21 strikeouts. Um, and he's been... He's been a hell of a lot better than most people. i never heard anyone preseason talking about Matt Harvey. No one was talking him up. Um, Is this legit or does it give us a genuine opportunity to fade the hell out of him the next few starts and get rich?
1: I I think that fade the Matt Harvey train, I think we might want to put a halt on it right now because I thought, you know, we were talking about this in the MLB Slack channel was he was going up against the Yankees, and I thought the Yankees would actually absolutely, absolutely shell him. But you take a look at the stats in that game for him: six innings pitched, only gave up three hits and one earned run. Over you know, like I mentioned, six innings. Previous chart against the Marlins, five innings. You know, eight hits, three earned runs. He hasn't given up more than four earned runs in in a, in a game. That was against the Red Sox, one of the best teams in the league so far but over his last 3 starts a combined 6 earned runs given up over 15 innings. So um I think that I think we'll get a better idea of who Matt Harvey really is over his next couple starts here. Um and, and then I think we can make a determination off that whether it's just early season success or is he going to kind of regress back to the mean, but as of right now, I'm going to put a halt on the fade, the Mad Harvey training and, and, and really see, at least in his next two starts, how, how he does uh, pitching against some some of these other opponents.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, I find myself willing him to do quite well as well. There's always something good about a comeback story. Someone yeah. who uh, has fought tooth and nail to get back um, from his dark night days yeah. um, when he was with the Mets. He's done really well. Um, great game on Saturday night, Dodgers-Brewers. Um, mm-hmm. Dustin May and Brandon woodruff Moonaf.
1: Yeah, again, like we talk about Brandon uh, Woodruff, one of the aces for the Milwaukee Brewers and Dustin May, kind of the unsung guy that nobody's really talking about for the Dodgers because you have four other guys and or three other guys in that rotation with Kershaw, Bueller and uh, Trevor Bauer. Dustin May, I mean, he's on my SGPN fantasy league, so, you know, I'll be rooting for him to have a good outing. But, um, you know, he, he's he been he he's he's been good for for the uh, for the Dodgers. I'm trying to pull up his stats here. Give me here one. Yeah,
0: he ten strikeouts last weekend against the Padres last Sunday. He did, night. yeah. So... And we, we talked about that because I watched the the game he played. Um, the time before that, and he was a little bit unlucky. Yeah. Um, he was paint and corn. He didn't get many calls. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he was, he was due a good outing. Um, obviously the Dodgers lost that game last week, yeah. but yeah. Um, and he's done, draw, he's drawn some tough matchups as well. He could easily be four and um if he'd done some easier matchups and the games he's been getting.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's started four games so far than this, uh, this, this season here in April and, you know, 15 or sorry, 21 innings pitched. He's given up 15 hits, a six earned runs, which is, which is pretty good. You know, I mean, it's incredible to see the, like the pitching depth that the Dodgers have. I mean, this is a guy that's, you know, a can That can fill in, in that starting rotation. If a guy, you know, God forbid goes down in the rotation for the Dodgers. And also a guy that can come out of the bullpen for you in the playoffs, where the rotation will kind of shorten up to maybe four guys. So, you know, Dustin may a, 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 great, great, uh, arm for the, for the, uh, for the Dodgers, and uh, I mean, again, another matchup that we'll be looking at uh, on uh, this weekend. Uh, looking out for Dustin May here,
0: yeah. If you're looking for a possible angle, um, obviously the Dodgers are rarely a dog, uh, and actually, I think they will be the, the prices will be fairly even in mm-hmm. this game with Brandon Woodruff pitching. But Brandon Woodruff does have a 5.82 ERA against the Dodgers, and yep. he's played six, six, um starts against him a five point two ERA and with May going well. Um coincidence Moon off Dustin May pitching on May the first, which is May Day. I mean, come on, the clues are there.
1: Yeah. Right. The clues are
0: there. You've just got to put the pieces together, Moon off.
1: Yeah. There you go, right? You're finding the angles that uh that may be profitable for this weekend. So uh I love that. Uh you kind of want to get into your uh your DFS picks for the weekend?
0: Yes. Um so, again, we're looking for to getting too far out for having prices and uh, or salary caps and what have you, knowing, knowing who we're going to pick. But I already mentioned, so Friday, I mentioned Pablo Lopez mm-hmm. and his 2.93 ERA with his 32Ks. He doesn't really know how to have a bad out in Lopez. Possibility of getting the win, like we mentioned, against the Nats. Um, Brady Singer, we picked last weekend. Uh, and pitched really well on Saturday night, Uh, so I'm happy to throw him back in again. Um, Against Minnesota, I would say Minnesota are a problem at the minute. Um, They crushed lefties, which we're going to come to in a little while, Uh, but I think Singer might be okay. And the stack, I looked at the LA Angels against Chris Flexen of Seattle. Um, Mm. He got away with it last time. Now, I think that was a Red Sox game last
1: weekend. Did you watch that game? I didn't catch that one, no.
0: And again, Flexen just seemed to be getting away with it. Where... Uh, it was the game Evaldi pitched uh, and everything that Seattle put their bat on dribbled through for a single. Yeah. Everything that Boston hit went to a fielder um, and it could easily have gone the other way. If the two things had been switched It would not have battered an eyelid. The two pitchers didn't pitch uh, any different but Flexon kind of got away with it. And we've talked before about the Angels. The Angels are a fun lineup. They're a powerful lineup. Stuff can easily get out of hand quickly. Uh, Rendon came back and immediately was straight back on the horse last night. So uh, Trout, Otani, Rendon, Walsh, Upton. I think Flexon might uh, go a long way on Friday night. Saturday, um, Matt Harvey's opponent. I looked at his. It's Lizardo uh, for Oakland. Stuck out eight last time and Mm -hmm. draws poor opposition against Baltimore. Jack Flaherty, we've already mentioned. Um, I really struggle to say his surname. It doesn't suit my accent one little bit. Um, he's chalk, <laughs> but he's good chalk. Yeah. Um, and a stack, we've just talked about Minnesota. Twins, they do crush left-handed pitching and they draw Danny Duffy of the Royals yeah. on Saturday night. So that should be in their wheelhouse. Sunday, Corey Kluber, last time, eventually managed to get out of the fifth inning endorsed uh, poor opposition against the tigers so hopefully his upward trajectory will continue. Uh, and Garrett Richards, one of your boys versus Texas. 10Ks last weekend against the Mets. Yeah. Um so looking for a good a good performance from, from him. And on the Sunday night I went back to the Angels. Um listen if it's not broke don't fix it. We've got Angels v Seattle on Friday. I've got the Angels versus Justice Sheffield mm-hmm. on Sunday night. Um he allowed 12 hits on Monday against the Astros. So anything approaching that, if you can get a stack in the middle of that Angels lineup, um, that's going to to pay for you. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for what DGENs only care about. Sports betting. We're giving out free daily video picks over our Better Than Vegas profile page. Better Than Vegas is always running a ton of free contests as well. They've got a ton of free picks and handicappers to check out. Make sure to subscribe to our profile so you don't miss a pic, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. Okay, Moonaf, we have teased the people for long enough. Uh, this is what they're here for. Um, picks, locks, dogs, let's put our money where our mouth is. Uh, let's name some names. Where are we going this weekend?
1: Yeah, I think a guy that you already mentioned, Jack Flaherty for, for the for the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, I, I'm going to back him again this this weekend. He's taking on the Pirates this weekend. Um, you know, he got off to is uh, a slow start um, in his first 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 sorry his first start this season against the Reds. But since then, four and three earned runs given up uh, over twenty four innings pitched. Um, so against the Pirates, he has some great historical numbers. You know, back in 2020, last season, the COVID year, two starts against them, two and and0 in that situation, 2.08 ERA, 13 innings pitch, three earned runs, eight hits, 17 strikeouts. Uh he had one start in Pittsburgh last season. He went six innings, uh, gave up two hits and just one earned run in that start. Then going back to 2019, two starts against the Pittsburgh Pirates. When I know in that situation, 15 innings pitched, eight hits, one earned run, and 18 strikeouts. So he's had success against the Pirates in his last, you know, three to four starts here. I'm going to continue to ride that here uh, in backing Jack Fleury and the Cardinals uh, on Saturday. And I'll take that uh, as a a lock.
0: Yeah, I noted that down as well. I know we went double luck last week, and I am. I usurped you early on on the Padres to beat the Dodgers on Saturday when you'd already picked it. Yeah, we've done a similar thing. But listen, the system worked last week, so I'm happy to go double luck for that one because I did pick one of my own. And again, it was a fade of a picture um, rather than uh, the back end of the other one. And it's it's Saturday and it's the Diamondbacks to beat the Rockies. Um, Austin Gomba for the Rockies. Uh, This came on my radar because... Austin Gomba, I've got a lot of uh, fantasy teams going. I've got eight or nine fantasy teams and uh, mine, yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> I mine a lot of information. And Austin Gomba came onto a lot of radars last week. He was uh, There was a lot of fab budget being spent on Austin Gomba and I wasn't entirely sure why because he's not very good. He'd, he'd done okay. He'd flashed in a couple of starts. Um, mm. But his peripherals, it absolutely undermined that. Um, so, Fab runs on Sunday night. Everybody spent about a fifth of their budget on him. And then it it was a two-start week as well. He was starting Monday and he's starting Saturday, or might have been Tuesday. Um, He had a two-start week, which possibly makes him value for money if you can get two starts out of him in this period. However uh the first one of those starts uh one and two thirds innings at San Francisco, nine runs allowed on seven hits and four walks. <laughs> yeah. So that was the end of that uh an ERA of about twenty-eight thousand. Um <laughs> so this Saturday um he goes to Arizona and nothing's changed. So I'm having Zach Gallen uh, on the hill for Arizona uh two point one six ERA um pitched in the doubleheader last week. In fact, it was the first game of the doubleheader that had my dog last week, which was when the mad bum no-hitter came. Um, Gallen pitched the first game and limited them to one hit. So in a, a, a doubleheader, Atlanta managed one hit over two complete games against the D backs. Uh, So I'll absolutely take. So, I mean, actually, I said it was just a fade Gomber. It's not. It's a double edged sword because I'm happy to take Zach Gallen and fade Austin Gomba at the same time. So they will be my luck. Um, You got us a dog, Moonaf?
1: I did. I I was going to go with um, the Tigers with uh, Jose Arena, but. I'm going to go tomorrow night. I have John means on the mound for the Orioles taking on the uh, Oakland A's. John means off to a fantastic start pitching wise this season. I mean, you take a look at some of his numbers. Um, Five games started so far this season, 30 innings pitched 18 hits, five earned runs. Um, so I'm going to, I, he should be a slight dog going into Oakland. He's already faced them last Sunday on the 25th or this past Sunday. He went six and a third, two hits, one earned run, um, six strikeouts. He did walk three, but he did get the easily, uh, easy. He got the victory there fairly easily for, for the Orioles. So I'll, I'll take that as a dog.
0: Yeah. John means is developing into a genuine uh, a genuine stud, I think. He's a he's a very, very good pitcher. Well, I looked at that game earlier on. I don't think Oakland had declared a pitcher, but um, MLB.com is currently telling me Mike Fiers is going to go. Um, so back from the IL, Mike Fiers, being in the bullpen, but using him as a starter. So, yeah, um, that's a absolutely great call. I think there will be a dog, and you're absolutely right. Um, my dog, Saturday night... And I I did this, you see, I did this last week. I'm I'm a creature of habit. Um, And the three or four things that worked for me last week, I thought, you know what? Let's go back again. So, um, Blake, uh, it's a giant, it's going to be the giants at the Padres. Um, in that they'll they'll be a proper dog. Um it's Tony Disco who's pitching uh, for San Francisco, Anthony Desclafani, and he's taken on Blake Snell, and really it's the same fade as Blake Snell now. Blake Snell has done nothing wrong, absolutely nothing wrong. I get that. Um I say he can faff around a little bit, he can he can shave the zone, he can throw a lot of pitches. Yeah. Um Desclafani threw a complete game last time against yeah, it was only the Rockies. Um but the last time we faced the, uh, the Padres, it was five innings pitched for just one run. And the Giants are 16-9 uh, at the end of the day. We, we mentioned it earlier on. Yeah, they've, they've got a really good record. So I think they will be a, a dog. That, I mean, that could be approaching, I'm guessing, maybe over 150, maybe towards a 175 mark. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb. Uh, and that will be my dog this week. There um, you go. Do you have anything else that you want to put out? Anything else that people need to be aware of, Munav?
1: No, just make sure to check out our our picks over there on sportsgamblingpodcast.com, you know, powered by TallySide, We make our picks on tally sites, but those picks get embedded on our website. So make sure to check out sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Just go to MLB, you see MLB picks. Hopefully uh, Malcolm has another plus 200 lock for us this weekend or or you know, uh, uh, in, in over the weekend or maybe early next week. So make sure to check that out.
0: Yeah. Them picks, honestly, even last night, the, the start of the Kentucky Derby podcast, we're doing, I noticed Ryan and Sean, who were obviously very busy men had a little look and in the early game, we'd gone four for four on Miami again. Yeah. And they were a dog last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and th- that was across the board, me, yourself, uh, will, and one of the dance and we'd, we'd gone four for four on Miami. So uh, yeah. it was green lights all over Tally site. So yeah, have a look at Tally site. Uh, the Slack channel is always open. As mentioned, the, uh, the little DFS DraftKings game that we have. Uh, it's, a, it's a fun game. It's a $2 game. It's winner takes all. Uh, the money's been spread around. I've had two wins this week. Um, so this podcast was a, uh, a good omen for me. I managed to get two wins out of the last seven nights. So I'm happy with that record. Um, we'll. Um, this will get posted up overnight, but yeah, keep a keep keep a check on Tallysite, uh, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. There is all manner of things. Uh, Munaf, you've got any? You've got basketball and stuff happening this weekend.
1: We have, yeah. We're we're now cranking out daily podcasts for um, NBA. We started a Tuesday show now with Dan, myself, and Zach. But um, tomorrow, check us out on Locker Room with our OG. Ryan McKee. Uh, he's back. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. No, he, he does the, uh, he does the Friday locker room. So he has a excellent. Yeah. So it's always good to talk to him at least once a week. And he's always popping in the Slack channel, but, uh, man, make sure to check out all of our stuff it's on better than Vegas. You know, our, our, our articles on the, on the website, the golf, uh, podcast hockey. Um, we have just all, all sorts of stuff happening on the website and on daily podcasts. So make sure to check us out. Subscribe the review and and you know make sure to follow uh, our our twitter on sports gambling podcast network on twitter and then also follow myself and malcolm on twitter you can find me at sports nerd 824 on twitter and malcolm what's your twitter handle for so the people can get your locks there also i'm a at mal underscore b underscore sport. Yeah, I've put up my Kentucky Derby
0: preview. So there's an article and there is a podcast up there. Uh, so if you've got tired, it's a very, it's a big weekend in sport. There's loads of stuff going on, as Moonaf just described. But yeah, uh, play the ponies uh, and then tweet me on how you're spending your winnings. Um, enjoy the baseball this weekend, everybody. I hope we we'll steer you in the right direction. Uh, thanks for joining us. Moonaf. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure again. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, We'll catch you next week. We'll see you down the road. Cheers.